Hey, what's up? So, what are we at? Week six now? It's uh, getting pretty far. This is actually becoming like a regular thing. Today, I've got three different stories that I want to go over. And hopefully through these stories, we can kind of talk a little bit more about how situations like this hit on a more like social level and sort of affect the people around us. So, we'll get right into it. So this first one, sorry, just getting my chair adjusted. So this first one has to deal with some background information. So when I was about four, my biological mom died. And from there, I went to go live with my dad and his newly married wife at the time. So I grew up with them, lived with them until I was about 17. And uh, when I was 17, I kind of got kicked out of the house slash left and ended up being on my own. I had some family to help me out for the first little bit and you know, just trying to pursue education and relationships and career opportunities. I ended up actually being homeless for a time and living out of my truck. It was a, it was a little Ford Ranger. It was a 1986 model. It's one of my favorite vehicles of all time. Had this little like four cylinder engine and it was stick shift, didn't have AC, but that one drove me from like Oregon to Utah and back and taught me a lot about just taking care of things, being responsible. It was an awesome vehicle, not gonna lie. Well, my friend, Matt, found out that I was living out of my truck and he basically, I don't even know how to put it because he told me that I need to go and stay with his family. I was like, ah, you know, like that's, that's okay. Like, I don't want to put you guys out or anything. And he was like, no, 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 no. Like you guys, like you're staying with our family. Like that's, and so I went over to his place and I met his mom and his dad and that kind of thing. And these guys were some of the most amazing people ever. So his dad, Sam, owns a window washing company. And he's been doing this window washing company for gosh, almost like 40 years or so. Really cool guy. Loves helping out the community and he'll go on like camping trips, um, you know, with other dads and their sons and they kind of get together and just do, you know, sort of like a neighborhood camping outing kind of thing once a year. And it's a really cool thing that he does with them. And then his mom, B, she works as a nurse and, um, you know, takes care of people all day, works in that super kind of difficult medical community. And she, like, immediately just opened me into her home with welcome arms and asking me about how I was doing, like, you know, whether I needed help. We spent a lot of late nights talking about just the craziness of my relationship with my dad and my stepmom and, you know, that family and whatnot. So she's been with me ever since. I mean, we've, we've hung out. She's been there for deployments and humanitarian missions and a whole bunch of other stuff that I've done throughout my life. And she's just a good person to just have in your court, you know? So when, when we lost the, when we lost my wife, it was obviously hard on me. And I kind of went into this depressive mode where I couldn't really think of anything sorry, think about anything. And I just sort of spent most of my time pouring myself into my studies with school and just using that to sort of distract me and keep my head above water and that kind of deal. 
what I didn't realize was that her loss affected B almost as much, if not more, than the way that it affected me. Again, going back to her being a nurse, she's like religious with it. She always shows up for a shift. She's there. She's taking care of people. She's present. She's a really good go-getter. She's got awesome work ethic. She's, like I said, a really good person to sort of like, uh, what's, what's the word, model after. And, yeah, when we lost Z, she probably didn't show up to work for about a month or so. I thought it was because it was like a personal decision or like she wasn't feeling well, but it was because losing Z had such a, such a huge emotional impact on her. And that was really interesting to hear about, especially after getting out of my own, like I said, sort of depressive mode and <laughs> sort of realizing there's another world out there. Because once, once I actually realized that, you know, this was affecting other people as much as it had, it totally opened my eyes to how much this just affects people in general. You know, like, I mean, we're not even talking about me. We're just talking about my, I call her my adoptive mom. We're talking about my adoptive mom that, you know, was like she didn't live with Z every day and things like that. She just... She felt that loss. Like it was just, it was kind of like losing a family member to her too, you know? And I guess that's, I guess that's all I have to say about that. But it's just something to take into consideration with these things. It's just that, you know, you're not alone. Like there are other people out there that are feeling this loss just as much, if not more, than you are. And the next story is about one of the, you know, like adoptive siblings, right? So, like I said, Matt's my best friend. I think of him as, like, my brother. He has two other siblings. So he has a younger brother and then an older sister. And his older sister, she <clears throat> she had some, like, complications when she was born. So she's not all there mentally. And she's one of, like, the sweetest people that I know. I mean, whenever you come up to her, she's just like, hi guys and it's adorable it makes you feel like the coolest person in the world and she loves stuffed animals she is obsessed with stuffed animals so two years ago we actually did an inventory we actually went through the house and counted up all the stuffed animals that she had in this house she had 430 something stuffed animals which is an insane amount i don't think i've ever seen 400 stuffed animals except for that one time and it was mind-blowing it was like one of those guinness record things where you're like whoa this is totally not normal which is good it's exceptional not weird more like exceptional and um she was so excited when z and i got married she was like all hyped up and and just you know like yay like i have a sister now and i've always wanted a sister and it's so good to have somebody that you know i can do girl talk with and stuff like that and she's geeking out about it and it's hilarious and she would buy just random stuff so whenever they went to like the dollar store walmart or whatever she would always find so z z is obsessed with mermaids and whenever jen sorry janet sister whenever janet found like mermaid stuff at the store she would always buy it and then 
when Z and I showed up, she would be like, look at what I found. I found this and I thought of you just because, you know, she wanted to be involved in. She really loved Z. She did, like in a big way. And uh, one day, this was last year, I was just kind of hanging out with the family at one point in time. And yeah, Shanna kind of threw this comment out where she was like, feel like I could have been a better sister or like I, I wish I'd been a better sister or something like that and that little comment dude it like tore me up um because I don't really think of somebody else having regrets you know I mean with me being on the ground like I was involved in the accident I was the last one to be there and you know, it was kind of more like a direct sort of association. Yeah, no, I feel guilty all the time and feel like I could have done something better. I could have done something to prevent it from happening. And I didn't think that anybody else had that same thoughts. And that's a forced comparison, right? Because she's not thinking that, you know, she could have prevented it or cause she could have done something to, you know, make the outcome different or anything or save her. But she, you know, just had those like small little moments of, Hey, I, you know, like I wish I, I wish I could have left it better terms, you know, or I wish I could have said goodbye or something along those lines. I get that. Not only do I get that, but I'm amazed by how much it affected her and how how many people loved her, you know. It was nice to know that it wasn't just me, that, you know, Jenny was feeling it too, and she was also having, you know, just some of those, like, self-destructive thoughts. Because that's really what happens, is when stuff like this happens, you sort of play the reel over and over again in your head, that life should have been better, you should have been better, all that good jazz. I don't think there's anything we can do about it. I think it's just us being humans, trying to figure out things that are bigger than what we can understand, and... You know, it's just a way of working through it, but yeah, it was kind of crazy to hear that it affected her that much, and she's still an amazing person. Janet, I mean, Janet is still an amazing person. Like, you know, we still go out and play with the puppy and, you know, get lunch and stuff and talk about work, so she's an awesome sister, not gonna lie, really good to have her. The third story that I want to talk about is our little puppy dog, Lux. Now, once upon a time, Z and I were going through college. We were dealing with the struggles of school and jobs and, you know, transitioning from place to place because we had to move a few hundred times when we first started out either landlord issues or financial issues or whatever. And we had this idea. Well, honestly, we didn't have the idea. The idea kind of found us. I was working with one of my friends, Kevin, at the time. And, dude, Kevin's an awesome guy. He, uh, super happy, bubbly, loves to make jokes. Those are, like, reference different shows and things like that. But you always feel welcome and, like, a part of the family when you hang out with them. One day at work, he talked about how he had this, uh, this little puppy dog that him and his wife 
had picked up a few months ago or a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago. And because of some sort of external circumstance, they weren't able to, you know, keep this puppy. And so they were looking for somebody that could basically like buy the puppy from them or take in the puppy from them. And so we started asking people around and we put ads up and this is what I love about Kevin. Like he's such a good salesperson, man. Even when he's not trying to be, I'm talking to him, giving him updates about like who we're talking to and what we're trying to find and things like that. And over the phone, he's like, well, you guys should come over and meet her and see her. You know, like she's adorable and I'm sure she'd love to see you guys. Like, you know, it's always nice to see a dog and that kind of deal. So I was like, yeah, man, we're not doing anything. Let's do it. So Z and I go over and we go and meet with uh, this little puppy dog, this little border collie. And Z just fell in love with her. I mean, she was all happy and cuddly and just going right up to Z and snuggling up to her and things like that. And I don't know if Kevin planned this. I feel like he would have planned this. He sounds like this is the kind of guy that he would do. But as soon as it, she, the puppy, started cuddling up to Z, I think Kevin was like, yep, I think they're sold. I think this puppy's going home with them. And yeah, about three weeks later, we went through the process of getting her registered as an emotional support animal because our complex at the time would only allow emotional support animals. So we had to deal with, you know, like meeting with psychiatrists and going through the whole evaluation of whether or not an emotional support animal would benefit us and, you know, whether this particular breed would benefit us and that kind of thing. So once we finally got all the certificates and approvals and, you know, doctor, doctor signatures and things like that, we were able to bring Lux home. And Lux is the name of our puppy, which I think I mentioned that before. Ugh, it's been a long day. Lux was honestly like the greatest addition to our family. I mean, she just loved hanging around and, you know, just exploring the new world. We lived in a townhome at the time, so she loved exploring the townhome. And we'd go outside and she'd run in the snow and just jump up and down in the snow and try to eat it and... She was adorable. She is still the most just, I don't know. It's it's hard to say intuitive because sometimes she's a little clueless. But she is loyal and she loves hanging out with her people. And, um, yeah, it was really cool to see how, like, Z got involved, you know, to see her kind of be a dog mom and take her for walks and get her all you know, involved in things like that, like, that was really, really cool, and, uh, it's crazy, it affected, uh, it affected Lux when, when we lost Z, like, there were a couple weeks where she would just kind of hang out by, like, the window, and she'd just be looking for stuff, you know, and again, this is all assumptions, like, I don't know what's going on in her head, but it kind of looked like she's just waiting for Z to come home. Like, hey, where is she? Like, this is a part of my family. And she's gone now. Like, what do I do with that? <laughs> wow, this is just kind of hitting me right now as I'm going through this stuff. Like, <sighs> this loss is still pretty, still pretty raw. It's still pretty heavy. And I'm getting better. I mean, it's it's been almost a year since we've lost her. And I'm getting better at getting back into just sort of like normalcy and not 
just being obsessed with it day to day, having it occupy my thoughts 100% all the time because that's what it did for a long time, for a long time. Like I could not think about anything else. And I'm slowly starting to get out of that. But when I think about, you know, how it affected Lux and how Lux was just, she missed her. You know, she, I, I don't know if she still does or whatnot. I think she's gotten used to the loss, but yeah, no, it, it affected her emotionally. I mean, not only was the looking out the windows and trying to see if she would come home, but more of like the, like just anger and irritability. Like we have one of our family members um, living with Matt and I, and she's, she's a girl. She's the only girl that lives with us, but Bonnie would like get upset with her, sorry, Lux. Lux would like get upset with her and start like nipping at her and stuff like that. And honestly, again, I can't confirm this, but it looked like she was kind of taking her anger out on the, the, the only other girl that was living with us, you know, because he was, was kind of her, was kind of her mom. It was kind of the girl in her life. <laughs> wow. I've never actually like said that out loud. It's weird to say out loud and kind of put it out there. She was such, Z was such an integral part of just our family. And having her gone now is, oh. It literally is just starting a whole new world, you know? And adjusting to that world and trying to figure out how to build a new world while having Z be a part of the old one, you know? Because I don't want to say goodbye to the old world. The old world was pretty nice. I'm not going to lie. And, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm kind of forced into it, but somehow we're going to have to adapt and take this journey one day at a time until we can get to a point where we can, you know, start a new world, get used to it, and see the beauty in the little things. Because that's what I'm starting to do now. Instead of wallowing in, in loss and grief and mourning, whenever something comes up, like a memory or something that reminds me of her, I start thinking back on those moments that remind me of her as a good thing, as a beautiful thing, as being grateful that I was able to even have those moments. Because there's always that reality or recognition that if things have gone better, sorry, if things have gone different, Z and I never would have met. We never would have got married. We never would have had the experiences that we had. And that almost would have been worse than losing her. So at this point in time, I'm kind of adopting the mentality that having those moments and losing her is way better than not having her at all. And I can be okay with that. Again, it takes time, but I can be okay with that. 
and who knows hopefully in the future we can use the experiences that we've had to help other families be set up for success you know because that's really all we're going for is number one to hopefully make people laugh which i'm horrible at given that most of the stuff is kind of a downer but we'll get there i promise we'll get there and number two to set families up for success because that's really all i want to do is help people sanctify their families and build them up to create as many wonderful moments as possible so yeah that's all the stories that i got today um like I said, as always, I know you guys are trying your best, and I appreciate that, and I want to let you guys know that, you know, I'm right there with you, pulling for you guys, even if it's just in spirit, so keep doing what you're doing, have a great week, and we'll see you guys next time.